This episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. We are very excited to share all about our favorite new plant-based protein powders by Sprout Living. Sprout Living is delicious, and we really appreciate the nourishing quality ingredients. Sprout Living protein powders are all USDA organic, vegan, grain-free, soy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, kosher, and non-GMO with a pumpkin seed, yellow pea, and sunflower seed protein blend that offers up to 26 grams of plant-based protein and superfoods, herbs, and spices. They offer sample packs so you can try all their delicious flavors, including original chocolate maca, vanilla lucuma, and green kingdom. What makes Sprout Living different from most plant-based powders is that they avoid the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional. I love to use the chocolate maca blend with cashew butter, chia seeds, flax milk, frozen blueberries, and spinach to make a decadent smoothie that tastes just like a chocolate shake. If you want to try Sprout Living, you can save 20% off your order by using code CWPODCAST. Visit www.sproutliving.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word, to save 20% off. They also offer free shipping and a 100% money-back guarantee. Give them a try and let us know if you love it as much as we do. You can also find direct links in the show notes. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained 50 pound weight loss and self love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love, and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world, and Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. 
Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How is that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health a key player in your mental health and cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also, Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1500 five-star reviews and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. Um, We have a lovely upcoming episode with Sada, uh, who is an Ayurvedic um, and holistic wellness expert, and she's going to share her story with us. But before we get into that, we're going to do our normal weekly updates and check in. Um, Miss Erica, what are you, what's going on with you? What are you enjoying this week? What am I enjoying this week? Well, I do have a content update. I just finished season two of hacks. I think it's on HBO max and it is amazing. Like 10 out of 10 highly recommend. It's a comedy so funny. It won two. So they only have two seasons. I hope they do a season three. Um, I'm not sure if they will, but season two was exceptional and season one was exceptional. It won Jean smart. I think won the Emmy for her performance in it. And, um, I think the writing staff won like the writing Emmy it's, they did. It's so well-written a lot of the, um, people from broad city write on hacks and created hacks. So it's like, it's so funny. It's so smart. And it's just, I really recommend it. So if you're looking for a new TV show or just happy content, like again, in this, like it's nothing too heavy. It's just funny and good. And it's about these two women. Um, and it's amazing and it's very good. 10 out of 10 recommend. That's like my big content update for the week. Um, yeah. 
Jean Smart is like having peak career, like just amazing kind of, I don't know, performances recently. Like she was in, um, uh, mayor of Easttown last year. Oh yeah. 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 Remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And like talk about two different roles too, but she's just, she's killing it. She's, Um, she's amazing. Yeah. And then the other thing is I'm just, I mean, this is, you know, we talk about coffee a lot, but I am really into coffee right now, especially like going to coffee shops. Like I just love going to coffee shops and trying different coffees. If you listen to our episode with Starla, which was the non-alcoholic wine or de-alkalized wine, um, episode I mentioned, I'm taking, I've, I've been off of, um, the juice for, I guess, nine months now, and I'm going to go a full year without alcohol. So we'll do an episode on that, but it's so funny because, you know, as it gets warmer and it's summer and I'm out where I'd like usually go for like a glass of wine, I'm now going for like an iced coffee. And I swear it's like, I, I just love it. And so, which, you know, my anxiety doesn't love, I feel like it's going to catch up with me because I'm now having like two coffees a day. I'll have one in the morning and then one when I'm out. Um, and it's lovely, but I'm trying to like superfood my morning coffee yeah, to kind of counteract any of that anxiety I usually get or have a matcha, but I just, am really loving coffee right now. And as we know, we love joy as part of our wellness and coffee is bringing me joy, but I really do like sprout living. Um, one of our new sponsors, they have like a super food, um, coffee protein powder and it's really yummy. It has 20 grams of protein in it and it has a blend of functional mushrooms Yeah, and it's so tasty. And so, um, I've been using that a lot in the morning for my first cup. Um, yeah. And you know, we love mushrooms. If I have an iced coffee in the morning too, I'll use some rainbow mushrooms, um, some MCT oil. I just try to superfood it just cause I know it probably will start impacting my anxiety sooner than later, but right now it isn't, it's bringing me joy. And it's like, it's just a nice, like, it's like an alcohol alternative on a hot summer day to have a delicious cup of ice latte or something. Yeah. So those are my updates. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, I've, you know me, I'm a coffee lover. Um, although this week I've been trying to really, I've not been doing any caffeine. I shouldn't say no caffeine. I've been not doing any caffeine from coffee, which is, I try to break it like a couple times a year because I do have coffee every day. And, um, I also like you try to use some, you know, adaptogens, functional mushrooms or whatever. Cause we know that kind of helps the jittery qualities that the ca- caffeine from anxiety can caffeine from anxiety, anxiety from caffeine, um, you know, that can be caused from caffeine. Uh, so yeah, but so I'm a little like, to be honest, like I get a little sluggish, um, but it's, it's always good to do. And I do it for about two weeks, you know? every so often. Um, I also have been recently doing an owl Venice gut health reset, which I really, you know, I've done a few times over the last few years. We're big owl Venice fans. They, they make delicious bone broth. These I'm not a fan of like traditional cleanses at all. Um, but they, these are actually really nourishing with like a lot of nutrients, a lot of protein. Um, And it's a combination of these like beautifully blended, like hemp milk shakes with everything from squash and plantains and different, different, um, and beets, different vegetables in them. But also actually they use a lot of Ayurvedic 
um, spices and principles in them. And then also like a ton of broth. It's a lot of liquid to be honest. So there is some food you can do food as well on it. Um, so I've been doing that cause just works better for me, but, um, yeah, the, I think the sluggishness is like a little bit giving up the caffeine at the same time, although they do have a delicious matcha shake in the morning. So that kind of like helps, you know, matcha is my favorite of the shakes. And I think you can, if you're local, I know they ship nationwide, but if you're local, you can pick up the shakes. Um, they make a brand. Yeah, Yeah. I did. I did that. Um, so I think you can, I think you can get them separately to off cleanse. Like they sell the shakes individually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do the full reset to get the shakes. Um, so they're quite delicious, but, um, yeah, it's just a lot of liquid. Yeah. And so, we like to chew. So that's like, to like chew. it's, it's a food forward though. Like you said, you can have some chicken and vegetables, yeah, avocado and veggies. Yeah. Good for your gut stuff. Yeah. So, um, before we get into the episode, we do yeah. also just want to remind everyone that today's episode is sponsored by milk and honey and we love milk and honey. I'm actually Ali. I was going to text you because I want to go back and get massage. So I'm due and we should go together. So side note, put a pin in that. I was literally about to text you. And now I'm just telling you live on the podcast that we should go back and get more massages because we love, they have an incredible online boutique that all of our listeners can save 20% off with code CW podcast on a ton of incredible products from Osea Malibu, Supergoop, Therabody, and their own incredible milk and honey line. But their spas, they have two locations in Los Angeles and Allie and I have really enjoyed our treatments. We've been to both locations and I'm going to try to go monthly. I think it's going to be my goal. Yeah. I just, it's my favorite. It's my favorite self-care experience and their facilities are really beautiful, but also the benefits are like the you know, we know we've actually been talking a lot about this and like stress is the worst thing for our bodies, period. We know this. If you live, you know, if you eat the quote unquote cleanest diet and you live the most low tox life. And if if you have stress in your life, none of it really matters because stress is like, (laughs) like such a killer for our bodies and leads to so much disease. So I find like beyond just loving how it feels for self-care, I find it's the best thing I can invest in, in my self-care because it's literally an hour or more that I'm investing in my health. So I love the spas. I'm really excited that we can now offer our listeners 20% off at all of their spa locations. They have eight locations, two in Los Angeles, the rest are in Texas and coming soon to Chicago. So very excited if we have any Chicago Chicago listeners. So the link to everything is in our show notes, but the code for online, the code for spa, it's all CW podcast. So that's all you need to remember. 20% off. Yeah. So do you want to get into the episode? Yes. Today on the podcast, we welcome Sara Garofalo of Love Holistic Living. Sara is an intuitive health and life coach who helps women get to the root cause of common health ailments and heal their relationships with food. Utilizing delicious recipes and the ancient science of Ayurveda, she teaches clients that the exact steps that she used to free herself from both physical and emotional pain. 
Originally from Italy, Sara has been living in California's central coast since 2014. And in today's conversation, we really unpack her personal wellness journey. We discuss Ayurveda and talk about the doshas, the three of them, which are pitta, vata, and kapha, which in Ayurvedic medicine is your mind body constitution and describes each of the three energies believed to circulate in the body and how we can all use this tool in our own lives while not compromising our love of cultural foods. Uh, she even takes us through a really yummy Italian Ayurvedic meal option. And she kind of eats the Italian Ayurvedic way. Um, is how she's incorporated it into her own life, which was really cool to learn about and discuss too. So you might want to take a dosha quiz before listening to this episode. And we've linked that also in the show notes, if you want to take that and pause now. But we also just want to mention that we do briefly discuss Sada's experience with bulimia that is part of her wellness journey. So if that's going to be triggering for you in any way, tune back next week. It was a wonderful conversation and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XO Courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years, and the Sakara Life Organic Meal Delivery Program is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich, low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do now on to the episode. Well, welcome, Sada. We are so happy to have you on the show today and chat with you all about, um, the work that you do in your own personal journey. And so just to get started and share with our listeners a little bit, can you tell us um, a little bit about your background and and your own story and how your experiences have led you into holistic health? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so honored. So I'm um, an intuitive health and life coach and Ayurvedic expert. Um, who helps women kind of get to the root cause of their weight gain, their digestive issues, heal their relationship with food uh, through a mind-body-soul transformation. And uh, I had a personal, you know, life experience, obviously, that led me to do what I'm doing. And the work that I do is a lot, uh, we focus a lot on healing uh, the body and the mind so which is mindset and then uh we go into the spiritual kind of healing yeah yeah thank you for sharing that i know you mentioned right that you do work with like helping people right like heal their relationships with food and um you have this expertise in ayurveda i know you mentioned um a reading about you too and researching you you do have a journey like your own food story your own food journey 
Can you maybe tell us a little bit about how were you able to heal your own relationship with food and was Ayurveda a component in that for you or, um, yeah. How, how were you able to start your own healing journey? Yeah. Thank you for that question. Cause I started really young. I started at 16 years old having like body issues. And I, um, started with eating disorders. Like I had one year of bulimia. Um, then my mom took me to a dietitian, uh, who honestly just treated the symptoms. She was like, you're going to go on a 1200 calorie per day for a year. Uh, and I was an athlete at that time, type A student. So I pushed my body so much that, um, it only lasted two years until, until I broke down mentally. (laughs) I mean, I'm very determined that I did it, but then I had this identity crisis, um, at 18 years old and uh, my world started to crumble because I realized that I was pursuing self-hate and external validations rather than uh, self-love. So I packed my bags and I left Italy and I started traveling the world. Specifically, I spent a year in Australia where um, I was introduced to Ayurveda. Uh, That was kind of like my spiritual awakening at least the first stage, um, and a traveler was an Ayurvedic expert, and she started to like do some workshop, and there it is. I was like, wow, someone is actually getting, or there is a science who is getting that there is a mind-body connection, and that you can eat for your mind-body constitution. And then I started my journey with um, honestly healing the relationship with myself. Mm. as well. And that was the missing link uh, that Ayurveda brought into my life. Thank you. If, you know, we've spoken about Ayurveda on the show before, um, but it's been a while since we've had a guest on it who, who's done a, a show kind of specifically on it is if anybody is, I'm sure people, I think are pretty familiar generally with it, with what Ayurveda is. It's an ancient Indian sort of practice, um, and, uh, connects. It's sort of like a combination of science and, and a spiritual connection, as you said, like a holistic connection, um, and way to, I mean, how would you describe it? Like, look at the body, the connection to the environment, the type of the body type that you have and the energy in the body and how we can use food and different elements to help balance those energies um, is like sort of a layman's way of how I'd explain it. But as an expert, can you explain if, if some of our listeners don't really understand what the kind of core principles of Ayurveda are? Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ayurveda is a very holistic science that um, is more than 5,000 years old. And it's really based upon energies. That's what I love about Ayurveda because it looks at the body and uh, the food and any kind of living entities has and is made out of primarily three energies. So when you start to know your kind of uh, primarily like dosha, it's called 
which is your mind body constitution like the, the usually there are two predominant right and then you start to learn about the energies of the food and how that's affecting your body right uh not only you you can reverse health issues you can heal your body right and also manage um anxiety or depression or whatever like um whatever your like emotions you're feeling right like you can manage that but what i love and the principle is literally based upon energies yeah it's really cool can you break down again the th- the three different types i think it's pitta vata and kapha right i think i'm if I remember, I took like an online, so I don't know how accurate it is, but I did an online. Do you remember yours, Ali? I think I was Vata and then my second was Pitta. I, I always get Vata, but then it can change by number two if it's Kapha or Pitta. Um, in astrology, I'm all air and fire and no water. So that would make sense. Um, Ali, do you remember yours? I think I am. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I. I think my predominant was Pitta is like very like, like wiry, right? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not that. Ironically. (laughs) Ironically, (laughs) I know astrologically, I'm pretty much all fire, but I think I'm Kappa um, Vata combo was, I think if I remember correctly, but I know we all have all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it it can be like, you can have dominant energy in, in these, um, in the doshas that you're explaining, but, um, but how, so like, how does, as as Erica's giving this example, and I know you do this as well for your clients, but like, how do you assess, even though we can't really remember correctly what ours are at the moment, how do you assess for people what their dominant kind of energy, um, in the context of Ayurveda is? Yeah. Yeah. And can you, can you break down to what the three are and like, like, let, we can start there too, in case this is anyone's first introduction to Ayurveda. Yeah, absolutely. So like you guys said, Vata, Pitta and Kapha are the three main energies that live within us, right? We all have them. Um, Vata is the energy mainly of air and space and uh, fire and water makes, um, make up Pitta. Uh, prim- primarily though pitta is fire and then we have kapha which is um, earth and water but it's very earthy okay so how I in I mean how I use it is I have a, a quiz that they can um, you know do on their own and then they bring it back to me because what I'm looking at is their nature which is um, your pr- what you uh, are born with and then oftentimes people make this mistake where they think they are um, something else but it's an imbalance and then I look at the imbalance because I've got a balance Um, I've got to bring them back to balance it's all about balance Ayurveda is all about balance there's no one day that is like the same right (laughs) so it's a beautiful practice because it brings us back to what I'm feeling today, what is it um, present? What am I experiencing? And then, so 
after that process where you kind of can determine the dominant energies, how do you then incorporate food? Because we're talking about like healing relationship with food, but food is used in a way to help bring that balance of energy back. So can you share how that works for someone? If, if you're going to work with someone, how do you like assess their quiz, their dosha that, that they find out or their, you know, dominant one. And then how do you work with food and the energy to help create balance for them where they might feel imbalance? Yeah. So what I, how I like to describe this process is that I look at the quiz and there are points, right? But then I'm very intuitive. So I literally look at their um, physical attributes when they come in. I'm like, okay, I can see um, who you are. And then um, oftentimes I'm like, do you have a pictures? Cause they have literally, do you have a picture of when you were like 10, between 10 and 20? Cause people don't remember. They, they forgot. So I'm like, okay, then let's go back in time. And then I can look at their body frame better. But if not, I, I can already tell. Literally, I, I assess through like um, just by looking at their physical attributes and how they're talking to me. And then um, sometimes I get the the I get their pulse. But if I have a Zoom session, obviously, that's not really necessary, strictly necessary. And then how I integrate it, uh, Ayurveda, is because to me, that's a path towards intuitive eating. It, it's going to help you to connect with yourself and your, uh, your body. Because it's like, you need to know who you are, where you're at, and how food is affecting you to kind of get intuitive about your body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I I mean, I find it really interesting and I've always loved like we're not ayurvedic experts by clearly by any means. We don't even fully know our type, but um I've always loved learning about it because I do find it like you're talking about very empowering because we're so um yeah, like you said, like it's so empowering because you need all three and you need balance. So it's about learning how to nourish yourself for your type. So can you maybe break down again? I know these are generalizations, but if anyone's listening and they go take a test in our intro, we'll definitely tell everyone to take their test before they listen to this episode. But can you break down maybe some generalizations of what a pitta should be eating or what a vata should be eating or what a kapha should be eating for optimal balance? Yeah, absolutely. So let me start with Vata. Um, Vata is very airy. So um, I would suggest um, like making sure that you have like three meals a day, like don't skip meals. You're going to go into um, an anxiety uh, tornado, right? (laughs) If you don't, then I'm making sure that you introduce very grounding earthy foods like uh, baked vegetables, you know, um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, cooked carrots, cooked beets in your daily, like life, you know, literally once or twice a day, it's essential to bring that energy back 
down to earth and uh, vata can eat like more carbs than other um, mind body constitution, right? Um, and uh, also vata will do better with some kind of animal protein, literally because you need to bring that air down, the air quality down to earth. Um, the pita, since pita is fire, so the pita has a very strong metabolism. So they can break down pretty much anything, uh, but they need to be careful because uh, they tend to, you know, suffer from acid reflux, hyperacidity, and all of that. So making sure that they um, have cooling foods in their diet and they can have salads. They can have like raw beets and juice and, and um, raw um, uh, juices again. And uh, they can have a variety of things that ju they just need to make sure they avoid spicy foods, okay? Or alcohol or like a very um, high intake of, of caffeinated drinks. And the kapha. You know, kapha is very earthy. So what you need is a lot of uh, uh, stimulation in, in, in your daily practice, like as movement, but also if we're talking about food, they need very light um, uh, foods that are also spicy, right? That are um, kind of energy, the food needs to be energizing for a kapha. That's interesting. So it's like, the, it's like bringing the balance through the food. So if I already have like a, a ton of this kind of energy, I want something different than that to counteract it or to balance it, to bring it into that sort of equilibrium. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, I call, I call it the golden rule, like opposite balance, mm. you know, yeah, uh, your quality. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. And when you start to work with people in this space for the first time, um, I'm sure it's a really different way to look at food and nourishment than sort of like this traditional Western world um, way where, and you were talking about like even disordered eating in your past. And I know so many people suffer with that. And I think, you know, especially like with diet culture of the last, you know, 30 years specifically, I think, um, you know, people are like, well, it's, it's a numbers thing or it's a, it's, um, you know, whatever it might be like substitutions thing or this or that, or you need more protein or you need less this. And you, you know, it's like, and you know, Erica and I talk all the time about blood sugar balance and about, um, you know, just really satiety and, um, eating to eating for energy. But when you're all of a sudden introducing these concepts, like the Ayurvedic concepts, we're eating for balance of energy as well. I think it's probably a way that a lot of people are not like in a way it reframes the way people look at food or are taught to look at food. So when you, I'm just curious, like when you were introduced to this and it was a part of your spiritual kind of growth, as you had described in your time in Australia too, um, did it reframe, like, how did it actually help you change your relationship with food? We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. 
Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare products born from the spa. One of Milk and Honey's best-selling products is the natural deodorant, which is loved by Zoe Kravitz and was featured in her Vogue's Beauty Secrets video. I've been using the baking soda free version exclusively for over two, three years. This gentle aluminum free baking soda free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. It never gave me any itchy red bumps when I switched over and passed the smell test, even after an intense workout. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. In addition to clean deodorant, their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, Supergoop, and more. Some favorite products of mine other than the deodorant include Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser, Supergoop Glow Screen and SPF 40, which I now buy on their site, and Osea's Body Oil and Vegas Nerve Oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. Their spas are also lovely, and we are both big fans of their spa treatments. And we now offer discounts at both the online boutique and spa locations on all spa and med spa treatments. We are also thrilled to partner with Milk & Honey to offer a courageous wellness spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat at a discounted rate. The Courageous Wellness Retreat combines a 60-minute Milk and Honey Signature Massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. Courageous Wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any Milk and Honey location with code CWPODCAST. Visit milkandhoneyspa.com to find a location near you. And if you want to try the Courageous Wellness Spa package offered at a special rate, use the code Courageous Wellness Retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. You can also find all the information in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by Bates. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With base at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you want to get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. We both had the opportunity to try base and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and base gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month 
or quarterly, or you can start with Base Complete, which are eight tests upfront for $450. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. To get started, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CWpodcast to receive 20% off with code CWpodcast at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. Yeah, it did reframe my mindset around food because it wasn't about, um, meeting again, like the number on the scale, it wasn't about reaching uh, this amount of calories, or it wasn't about the amount of carbs, right? I started looking at food from what is it actually nourishing for my body. And I had a lot of like gas and constipation all my life and digestive issues, right? So I started to look at food like, okay, is this going to help me like with my constant gas or with my bowel movements, mm-hmm. and is this going to help me to reduce my anxiety? Because that's what I was having at the time, right? So looking at what's actually nourishing for your body, mind, and soul is a completely different um, view yeah. to, to food. Yeah. It's like, what can we add to our plate, right. To make us feel good and nourish us and nothing gets demonized. Right. Because it's just like, Oh, like how, what do I need today? How can I balance today? And, and even myself, I do so much better with, um, carbohydrates. Like I do, I know it. So when you were saying that about the Vata, I was like, yep, that makes sense. I've, I'm, I've learned through tons of experimentation that it's like whole food carbohydrates and protein. Even though I don't like to eat protein, Allie's been like on me about this because I struggle with it. But, um, it's when I feel my best is like, you know, the whole food carbohydrates with, with some protein, but, um, what is your, uh, disposition? What are you primarily I'm a pitta vata. You're a pitta so vata. Yeah. I look like a pitta, but um, I have a lot of vata in me too. Yeah. That's so, it's so interesting that you can like look a certain way. Like, look, do you see like when you meet people or like, do you have to like turn it off to not be like, oh, you're, you're this. <laughs> right. I don't say it, but I <laughs> read people well enough to know how to talk to them. Cause you've got to talk to them in a very different way, like to a pitta or a kapha or a Vata, it's a completely different game. So I, it, it yeah. helps me to navigate relationships. Let's I'm, it reminds, it does it have, cause I know on your website, you mentioned you're a Sagittarius. Does it have any similarities to astrology or like, is there a connection there at all with Ayurveda I, and astrology? I, yeah, I mean, I'm not an um, astrology expert, but I can definitely see how I'm all fire. Like there is a lot of fire, Italian, Sagittarius, Pita. And um, all my life, the first part of my life, I had um, an imbalanced Pita. There was so much fire. So, and that can create like a lot of anger, resentment, resentment, liver problems, a lot of that. Um, And then I went into the second half was a lot of anxiety and air quality. Mm. But yeah, I would say like, it matches. That's so <laughs> neat. I Mike, I have a question too about, you know, I think you was your upbringing, you know, I 
Ayurveda, I don't know if it's necessarily like spiritual, right. But it's definitely not, um, traditional, right. It's definitely, I think I probably, most of our listeners have like an open mind and open heart, you know, maybe some Mm -hmm. sort of connection to spirit. Did you growing up, like, were you always open spiritually or like was discovering Ayurveda also not only just a gateway for like healing, but you know, opening that door towards astrology or other things as well. It's so funny you're asking me that because honestly, I was always in my family so um, spiritually connected. I was the the little girl, like I was raised uh, by two atheist parents, right? Uh, we have a lot of like, um, we have the Pope in Italy. So like Christianity is very strong. And I was sent to like church, literally, it it was bizarre. And I was like, okay, well, but I was so, um, yeah, spiritual awakened. And I could see like angels since I was a kid. And I had this like, knowing um, that I was always protected. And I would talk to angels all the time, right? So at 15 or 16, I started to astro travel in my bedroom, and read uh, books about that. Uh, so I would say that Ayurveda was like the next level for me to understand, mm. like how to apply it in, in real life with food. And that's so interesting. And I'm curious, cause you do talk about your in, intuitive nature in the context also of your work and that you can read people well. Um, like if you were to meet, we always ask like with, um, experts that we have on the show, like if you were to meet me and Erica, would you what would you read our primary dosha to be? Yeah. So since we can't remember. (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, Erica has, like she said, she looks, you both look like a pitta to me. Really? Yeah. Like, um, you have Erica, I think you're a pitta vata and Ali, you might be a pitta kapha. I think that's what I am actually pitta kapha. Yeah. That, rings that rings true. I feel like it does. I, I, cause I remember you said, cause I think we both had pitta, but we had different ones and I am, you know, I think I have, sorry, not to make everything astrology, but I feel like we're becoming like an astrology adjacent podcast. Cause I mentioned it. I just, I love it. It's where my interest is going and it's just, I love it so much, but, um, I have an earth rising sign. So my chart is ruled by Saturn and Capricorn. However, I have no water in my chart. I have no other earth and it's all air and fire. I am like very air dominant. And then it's all air and fire, but I think my fire can be very imbalanced. So I think similar to you, when I was listening to, I think I lived from, I've always lived from a pitta or fireplace, but that's not where I'd say I was as a child. I think I was much more in like, authenticity in my, you know, like as most children are, um, little wild and crazy air baby. Um, but I think, I think I have a lot of imbalanced pitta actually when I like have read about it and stuff. So that's why it's really interesting to hear about the way we need to eat to balance ourselves and, and how all of this can really be tools for just bettering our lives. Yeah. So and Ali, that's very balanced for you. I will say, cause I know her chart better than she knows it, but you're, you're very fire and earth dominant which, in your chart, which is which, interesting. Mm-hmm. Which if you guys, um, 
kind of like pay attention, it balances your guys' relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you were both air, like I don't recommend air and air, like it's disaster. No. But yeah. she grounds the energy, right? So um, in yeah. maybe you guys ground each other, but we do. We have a very do, balanced yeah. partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do partnership readings? Do you do a lot of partnership work too? Uh, I've had couples, honestly, that I've worked um, on it, you know, together on a journey. And again, I want it when Allie, you asked me about intuitive, uh, the word intuitive for me, it's like, I, I'm primarily clairvoyant. So I see Mm. um, and read energies. That's why I work with energies, but I I do a lot of healing sessions. So I can see what's going on in the body. So that's why I call myself intuitive. Right. Well, no. And, and I think that's, we've actually had one other time we had an intuitive, like a medical intuitive, she calls herself because she's primarily works with, she works with a lot of physicians too, because she, um, that's like where her gift lies is, is really helping people with, um, imbalance in the body. And she doesn't use an Ayurvedic approach, but she can read what's going on and say, maybe look into this, look into that and, and help people in that way. So I, I totally feel like, um, you know, that there's like a real sort of skill set if you have that kind of gift in, mm-hmm. in the way that it can also integrate into the body and integrate into our physical and mental health, which is what you're talking about. And those two things, as we know, are connected. So we talk all the time with gut about gut health and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. I actually have a question for you. So we're talking so much about food and how food can really be this like nourishing tool to help balance our energy and help balance the way we show up in the world and our connection to ourself. Um, but one of my questions for you is as an Italian woman, you know, you come from originally from a culture that is so sort of culinary focused and known from by the rest of the world for it's incredible food. And there's so many like regional cuisines and I understand that, but I, how do you, I mean, do you like, is there a way now that you can celebrate maybe the aspects of like culinary, um, and cultural sort of things that, that we get the joy through that, that we get through certain foods. Um, you know, there's not, I don't know if I've ever met someone that doesn't love Italian food because it's so <laughs> delicious. And, but the reason I ask this is because I think this applies to a lot of different cultures where oftentimes people feel like they need to lose a connection to their cultural or, um, family connection. Like there's so much emotional stuff around, cuisine around food. And it's so much more than just the ingredients on a plate, I think. And so it's culture, it's family, it's tradition, it's ritual, it's all these things. So it's like, how do you, especially coming from a culture with like such a rich culinary history, how do you balance the aspect of joy in that while also, um, giving yourself what you need from a health perspective? I love this question because, um, yeah, because I'm actually writing my, my recipe book, which will include Italian and will Mm -hmm. blend it with Ayurveda, right? Because that's what I've discovered. So you'd be surprised 
how much Italian and Ayurveda like have so much in common. Mm-hmm. When I started, I was like, I already know this. What? What? So it was such a great journey to 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 go on. But um, yes, I would say Italy or Italian cuisine is so focused on pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's what I love, honestly, is the love for food and every dish tastes differently right so that's what Italian like taught me and what I've included how I'm using that how I'm living my life is I eat primarily Italian food but I've integrated Ayurveda in in a sense of like can I use herbs and spices that balance my energy Mm. and can I use the the different like veggies or protein that will balance my body so that I bring that health component to my daily life. Cause again, I don't want to lose the Italian culture or the, you know, the Italian woman in me. Um, that's such an important part of myself. So yeah, how I integrate it. I love that. That's so interesting. Can you share, um, like an example of that too, for any of our listeners who are curious, like I am, can you maybe share an example of what, like, an Italian Ayurvedic meal could look like? How, how does that work practically? Yeah. So the example that I bring is, for example, Ayurveda has a lot of rice, right? Does, honestly, uh, they don't cook with pasta. <laughs> but uh, uh, Ita- Italian, in the Italian cuisine, we make a lot of risotto. So how I integrated that, which my clients love, is this Italian, like you can make an Italian like zucchini and shrimp risotto. And what you do is you put turmeric in there. You put some herbs and spices and I use zucchini, which is a cooling veggie and a little bit of protein to to balance like all of the doshas, you know, and then you can make it sometimes like more spicy depending on like what you're trying to balance or less spicy. But so that's, I would say it's like an example of. Sounds delicious. Yeah. I can't wait for your cookbook. We, I will, I'm yeah, that sounds really <laughs> yummy. It's, I mean, like who doesn't love Italian food and then, like, this is so cool. I love an Italian Ayurvedic approach. I just think that's really, really cool. Yeah. And what could be, I was going to say, it's making me hungry. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ali's the cook. I'm like, Ali, can you cook me some Italian Ayurvedic food yeah. this weekend? <laughs> no, I love that. I love that idea. And it's really creative too, because I think, um, sometimes we, and I do this too. Like we get put, we put ourselves in certain boxes where it's like, oh, well maybe I don't want to, I know that like refined flour doesn't really work well for my digestion, but like, I love cooking a, you know, pasta dish. And then it's like, oh, well, I can't cook. I can't cook Italian food because I'm going to have a stomach ache, you know, like, like putting those boxes where it's like in this way, this approach is like really creative to say, what, what can I combine to have you know, that like those meals that make me feel so, so much pleasure as you're saying, but then also that really support what my body needs at the same time. And that those two things don't have to be separate, but in fact, through your sort of like creative approach that there's ways to really combine those elements. So yeah, I'm excited for that cookbook too. Yeah. 
And one more thing is about it's going to be gluten free and dairy free, which it's because that's the health component for my what I've discovered. Yeah. I mean, um, like when I make pasta, it's all gluten free, but it tastes like I'm taking that recipe and making it like it tastes the same with the health component. Yeah. So it doesn't like um, it supports the gut health. Yeah. That's so exciting for this, for these Americans, because, um, no, it's like, I, I had to give up dairy over 10 years ago for, um, really bad skin acne. I was having terrible inflammation and terrible adult, um, cystic acne that was onset. And I found out it was due to a dairy allergy and, my grandma didn't know what to do because it's like, I, she's like, what do I make for you? You know? And it was like, I was like, it'll be okay. Like we'll figure, you know, and it'll figure out she's an Italian grandmother. So she loves to cook. And, but you know, this idea of like no cheese, you know, what, what is gonna, what, what can we do? How can you eat? And, um, but there's, as you, as you're describing, there's many ways. And, um, so yes, I'm excited for this book. Please let us know. Cause we will buy it and, um, share it with our audience when it comes out. And, Absolutely. um, I can't believe, I feel like the last 40 minutes have totally flown by as we start to wrap up the episode, we always end with three questions. So we'll, we'll ask you the first one is, um, what does your daily self-care look like? how, you know, you work with clients, you have this intuitive kind of ability. Um, but how do you take care of yourself on a daily basis? And do you have any non-negotiables? Yes, I do actually. So my non-negotiable are, uh, meditation, uh, nature time. So grounding my energy and, uh, my intuitive practice, which is connecting with my, um, my team my spirit guides. <laughs> I love that. I love your, your, ours are very similar, like different, but similar. I'm like, those sound like mine. Um, number two, the second question we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? Mm, I love this. Uh, courageous means to get out of your comfort zone and get out of your own fear mentality so that you can grow. You know, that's what it actually means. Thank you. And then the final one is, do you have a book recommendation or can be a resource of any kind really, um, that you would recommend to our listeners, just something that's meant something to you. It can be on any topic. Yes. Um, I'm actually reading this amazing book called manifestation mastery by Christina Rice. Uh, and I love that because I'm very into manifestation recently. Thank you. So if anyone wants to like work with you, learn more about, learn more about your work, um, is interested in doing one of your Ayurvedic quizzes to understand their own dosha, where can they find you and follow you and, and check that all out? Yeah, they can go onto my website, love holistic living dot com or follow me on instagram love.holistic.living thank you so much it's been such a pleasure to have you today and um yeah we can't can't wait to share this with our audience so thank you for for sharing your knowledge with us thank you ellie and erica that's been such a pleasure 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.